0: One Evolution is more than a theory. It is a fundamental scientific principle. You know, there's a scientific term for that. It's called baloney. We are so stupid that we think that just because telephones and computers and cars are intelligently designed, that means we are too. Well, we're not. I don't trust that Richard Dawkins. In the beginning, God created heaven and the earth is the only logical explanation, unless you don't want to believe in science and logic. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. This is
1: Wretched Radio. It's Witness Wednesday. Let's get to some witnessing, shall we? Hey, young man, can I talk to you while you're walking? Sure. Okay, what's with the tat? What's with the tat? What does that say? It says Vita Infra. Okay, something about life, and I don't know what infra is. Well, it uh, it's a song title.
2: Ah, yeah, and uh, one of the one of the uh, lines of the song is, uh, "No one is placed higher than another, no matter race or creed or gender." Or color. That
1: would have rhymed. Yeah, that would have rhymed. That would have worked a little bit better. Did you write that song? I did not. Uh-huh. So you believe that all people, regardless of skin color or gender or anything, are the same? Right. Okay. Do you think there's any differences between us? Culturally, probably. Okay. But we shouldn't be treated differently. All right. Fair enough. Do you think there's differences in religion? Uh, definitely. Are you a particular religious I belief? Are you an agnostic or an atheist? Uh, I'm Probably more agnostic than anything. Did you grow up a certain religious
2: way? Yeah, Methodist. Methodist. Right. But you've rejected that. Not really rejected it. I've kind of grown to uh, grown to learn more about stuff. I okay. guess. What did you learn that led you away from being a Methodist? I learned more about other religions and just personal life experiences. I guess. Okay. And you've concluded that they're all the same? Uh, I don't know if I've concluded anything. Okay. I'm just uh, uh, most of them are similar, and, uh, but some of them are very different. So. Okay.
1: So if I had caught you, say, three years ago and said, Are you a Methodist? What would you have said? I would have said no. No. Have you ever been a Methodist? Uh, when I was real young You just kind of did what you I was were told to, yeah. Alright tell me the big teaching of Methodist. Why would I ever even want to consider becoming a Methodist Is there anything in it for me Um If I
2: guess if you're able to put faith Into something 100% Then there would be Um okay, let's no let's, doubt in
1: your mind about anything Okay, see that uh, blue garbage can up there? Yeah. Let's say I put my faith into that blue garbage can. Right. 100%. Right. Couldn't it do anything for me? Uh, yeah, Some people would say it could. Okay. How could a garbage can help me? Uh, I have no idea. All right. It couldn't help me. That's true. You know? Something has to have the ability. Something has to first of all exist and then have the ability to help me in order to help me. Otherwise, I'm delusional or right. misguided, right. right? Right. All right. So, what would it do for me to put my faith in Methodism if it's not true? Well, if if if
2: it was proven not to be true, then it probably wouldn't do anything for you. But uh, some people just need that. Some people just need the. I guess the idea of believing in something to get by every day
1: with their That'd blood. be like a placebo then, wouldn't it? Yeah. Alright. Do you think that there is anything in the universe that could prove to you that a God exists? <clears throat> Not while I'm alive. I don't think so. How's about the universe itself? That there's a big universe. Had to get here somehow. Somebody had to put it here. Yeah. Somebody had to order the place. Right. How's about God?
2: Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do believe there is some sort of uh, higher being because I mean when I hear about something like the Big Bang uh, it's basically creating something from nothing and I mean I'm a human so I can't wrap my mind around that Um, so to make up for that uh, my human mind makes me believe
1: that something designed that to happen I think that's reasonable, and I think that's logical. All right. So let's just say that there's some sort of cosmic being out there. And let's say that that cosmic being is keeping tabs on you. Right. Watching your life. Right. Everything you do in darkness and private and out here in public. What do you think that God sees? A good guy or a bad guy? (laughs) He'd see a good guy. Okay. So
2: you're pure and blameless? Uh... Depends on uh, how you define that. I mean, like I said earlier, it's something like that's relative.
1: How's, how's about something like the Ten Commandments? Lying, for instance. Have um, you been blameless when it comes to lying? No. Okay. How's about stealing? Uh, for the most part, no. But a couple of things here and there. Yeah. All right. But you don't have to do it more than once to be. Right. That's true. A stealer. I think.
2: Um, I think something like the Ten Commandments. Even if you don't believe in, say, Christianity, if you're not a Christian or you don't consider yourself Christian, I think something like the Ten Commandments is a good way to something to... It's a way to live your life. All right. So,
1: okay, tell me about this one. This one, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Okay. Purity of thought. Right. Lusting. for women. Uh, if God sees that deep into you, what do he find a pure guy then? Not at all. Not at all? I think that's... I think something like that is part of human
2: nature, and could be, but that wouldn't make it right, would it? No, and okay. that would mean that humans aren't born born perfect, which we I'd know agree with. We know they're not. You've been
1: yeah. to McDonald's Playland. We know that for a fact. <laughs> All right, so, dude, let's say you die, and you stand before God, and the books are open on your life. Every thought, every word, every deed, every time that you failed to thank this God who made the air for providing you air for your lungs so you can keep on living didn't thank him for education and food and fun. Do you think that he'd find you innocent or guilty if he judged you? If he looked at the total, if he looked at my whole life, he'd probably find me innocent. Um, Hold on one second with that thought. If a criminal stands before a judge and he's guilty of breaking the laws, lots of them. Right. And he says, but judge, look, sure, I beat up that woman, but I didn't beat up a lot of other women. What would the judge say? You'd say, "Well, uh, you're
2: guilty for beating up one woman." So right on. So what you're about guilty you? Guilty for that crime. What about you? I'd say I'm guilty for a lot of things. If uh, if God singled out individual things, yeah. Um, why why wouldn't he do that? I he might. I, I don't know if he would. Um, but like I said, humans are imperfect, and I think if there is a higher being up there, he he knows that because obviously he was the one that designed us. Yep. Yeah. Um, I okay, think So you personally Right Would you be innocent or guilty? Uh, case by case I'd, I'd have a lot of guilties um, So if you got a
1: lot of guilties mm-hmm. What should a God do With a guy who's got a lot of guilties? Should he take him to heaven or should he send him to hell? Uh, I think you have to look At more
2: Than just Uh, case-by-case guilty-wise. I mean, you could also look case-by-case innocent-wise or case-by-case... But if he looks
1: at your case, the books are open, he's got all the evidence. Right. He knows everything you've done wrong. Right. Everything you've done in darkness, all the thoughts, the way you treated your parents or desired things that didn't belong to you or the way you treated women. Right. Or what you looked at on the Internet. Right. All wide open. What would you say to excuse that?
2: I'd say... um I, well, first, I'd ask, him, I'd ask him
1: if he is a forgiving person or being. Okay, but you'd have a problem. Imagine a judge who's got a criminal in front of him. That's right. And the, the the evidence is in. The guy's a criminal. He's dirty, and he's guilty. But, judge, I think you're a forgiving judge. If the judge said, you're right, I'll let you go. Right. Whoa, that's not right. That's not just. Well, that's right. So God would look at you and know you're guilty, and even if he's forgiving, he couldn't let you go because you've got guilt. Um, and the
2: the problem I see with that analogy is you're humanizing a being well, that, that could be, but it's the concept of justice. Yeah, um, but like I said, um, you you can't really know what this higher being thinks or feels or anything like that. You don't. We don't. We don't know his intentions at that all. Makes sense, doesn't it? That God would get the bad guys. Well, it it, it might. Um, but the question then is again, a bad guy. That's right, because everything. I mean, who do you think things is a bad like guy? that are relative to? I mean, because if you look at if you look at the dichotomy of religions. All right, look at Islam compared to. I mean, even Christianity. Um, there are certain sects of Islam that you know promote jihad, which, you know, if you're looking at a Christian God point of view,
1: I don't think he would. Uh, I don't think he'd feel too good about that. Um, so the question is: Are there other things he doesn't feel too good about, like lying? De- well, yeah, lusting? it depends on the religion, of course. Or well, you're... It depends on what's true. Well, yeah,
2: but we don't know what's true. We're we're told what to believe is true
1: um, based on our something culture, our religion of you that agrees with it, right? You know that lusting is bad. and yeah, pornography um, is bad, and. Hurting is bad. Yeah. Lying is bad. So you agree with the justice. The question is, if justice were brought into your court case, strict justice, right? Every crime you've committed, every law you've broken of the Ten Commandments, would God take you to heaven or would he send you to hell? Um
2: I, I don't know. Um I mean, yeah, I've committed I've committed sins, I guess you'd call them. Um but I think everyone ever to exist has sinned. And, you know, if that's the case and he he sends everyone to hell that has sinned or committed a crime, uh, then every single human that's ever
1: existed would be in hell. All right, dude, hold that thought. Got to take a break. Just keep walking. Thanks for the exercise. It's Witness Wednesday on Wretched Radio. I would say the Tomorrow Clubs is a wonderful ministry. Kids are getting saved like crazy, not just in Eastern Europe, but also in Africa. And it's so efficient. I was just with Paul and Cindy Marty, and I asked, and it said, in, in American currency, how much does it cost to have a kid come to a Tomorrow Club four times a month? So every single week, what, what's the what does it take to make that happen? Ready? A buck, $1, that's it. The kid comes, they get treats, per month. Hey,
3: thanks for listening to Wretched Radio today. We certainly appreciate it when you tune in and you listen to Wretched Radio and you check out our other resources that are available at Wretched.org. Thank you for listening. We couldn't do this without you. Because who would listen? Who would watch? We need people to watch and listen in order to continue doing this. So thank you for supporting us in that way. Now, if you would like to take our relationship to a higher level, we also need your support financially because just like if we don't have listeners and viewers to listen to and view the content we can't produce it well if we don't have the financial resources we also can't produce the content we produce and so we need your help in that regard as well so if you've ever considered becoming an ongoing monthly wretched gospel partner we would certainly appreciate that we have answers for any questions you could possibly have available at wretched.org slash donate that's ratchet.org/donate. Ratchet, Amazing grace, amazing gospel. I believe in a culture of life. One of the most impactful moments of my life was when I heard the heartbeat of my oldest daughter uh, in my wife's womb and then saw the sonograms.
1: Maybe in the womb when you see the form and the shape and the fingers and the heartbeat. Would you please consider supporting Preborn? It's a great ministry of life. It has a high anthropology, shares the gospel with women and with the dads. Preborn.org slash wretched.
0: Preborn.org slash wretched. Titles of Christ. In the Bible, Jesus is given many titles that teach us about who he is and what he has done. Jesus is called the door. A door serves to provide or prevent access. Thieves and robbers are prevented from entering in. But those who trust in Christ are able to come through him into eternal salvation. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. This is Witness
1: Wednesday on Wretched Radio at Georgia Tech. All right, let's keep going with our chat. If you are judged thoroughly by God, he knows you're guilty, you've just pleaded your case, the gavel's coming down, you have no way to justify your sins and your guilt. I think we've agreed you and I would both deserve to go to hell. That's what we deserve. right? when was the last time you went to church, to your Methodist church? Probably about 10 years ago. How old are you right now? I'm 21. All right, so when you were 11, did they ever tell you in that Methodist church what God did so that he could be just to make sure that justice is satisfied and so that you could be forgiven at the same time. Did they tell me what God did? Yeah. Uh, they told me what Jesus did. What did Jesus did? He died for our sins. So That's that you could be justified me. and God could still be just. So that sin doesn't get just brushed underneath the carpet. The payment for sin was made by Jesus, right. on your behalf and my behalf, right, so that God could still be a righteous judge and say, even though you're guilty, your fine has been paid. You've accrued a debt, but Jesus paid it on your behalf. Right. Because if you're guilty and Jesus stepped into the courtroom and before the judge brought down the gavel on your guilt, Jesus said, hold it. I love that, man. I paid the fine for him. Right. The judge could say, the work that he did is sufficient. Young man, you're very fortunate. You are free to go. He paid your fine for you. Mm-hmm. That's what Christianity is about. Right forgiveness because we have done wrong. Right. And God has to punish us because he's righteous and just, but he's also good and kind and merciful and loving. And he sent his son to die for us so that we could be rescued from hell, found not guilty, and be brought into a right relationship with our creator. Right. That's the good news of the gospel. Right.
2: You don't believe that, do you? I'm an engineer. There's there's a reason why I'm an engineer. It's because I believe science is rules the earth um, and I, I don't know if it's possible uh, with some of the things in Christianity to say that both science and Christianity can coexist yeah. the way Christianity is defined I agree with you somebody's right and somebody's wrong well I don't know I about g- that I, I think uh, I think I think we can both be right but I don't think so I think there's
1: also things that are wrong on both parts okay here's what it boils down to Christianity is very good news but only if you agree with your conscience that tells you, I'm a guilty man, I'm a bad man. If you never get to the point where you think you're guilty or bad, Christianity will have nothing for you. It will do nothing for you. It, can't, it won't help you. It's not a placebo. It's either true or false. What Christianity offers is forgiveness of sins and everlasting life. But we only recognize the goodness in that when we see the badness in ourselves. So you're young. You're trying to figure stuff out, and that's good. I would leave you with this thought. Take a little Rolodex tour through your conscience. Right. And just think about all the things you've done. That would deserve God's judgment and wrath. Right. And if you get to the point where you agree, you know what? If there's justice in this universe and I get what's coming to me, I am in big trouble. Right. And if you look around, you can check out every religion in the world if you like to. And try to find one that offers complete forgiveness of sins and everlasting life. And the only one you're going to find is Christianity. All the other ones are going to tell you something else. you got to work, you got to try, you got to be good. Christianity says you're not good. You're bad. But I'm good and I'll save you, free and clear, because I'm that kind. And I'm that merciful. Right. And That's if it. that starts to sound like good news to you, then what you should do is repent put your trust in Jesus because he's your only hope and it's the best hope and it's good imagine that, if God looking down through the tunnel of time saw your life knowing what you'd be living like for 21 years and died for you anyway gotta tell you, I don't know that there's ever been a love like that right, where somebody would be willing to die for you but God was willing to die for you because he's kind right, and he's merciful and he loves you and he wants to save you And if you reject his amazing offer of kindness, he'll give you what you deserve. Right. And you'll face him. You'll try to plead your case. But, dude, you'll be without excuse. And right now, he offers you forgiveness, clemency, set free.
2: I'd say you can believe that uh, portion of Christianity um, while rejecting other parts of Christianity, which... uh, I mean, I guess I could, I could say that I believe mostly of
1: what you just said. I just okay, don't agree there's, with there's, other parts of Christianity. Okay, but here's, but here's the difference too. I was grilling you for about 10 minutes. Right. Right. And not once did you stop and go, hold on. I'm not going to be guilty. I believe in Jesus. All my sins are forgiven. That didn't even come to mind for you.
2: Well, that's right? because I mean, I, I, I didn't say I necessarily believe in Jesus or not. I said. Uh, Maybe the whole forgiveness aspect of Christianity is true. Um, I don't know if Jesus existed. Well, I know there was a, a human named Jesus. I don't know if, if he existed in the way that the Bible portrays him or that Christianity portrays him. Um, but I do believe that forgiveness can be given by a higher being. And, uh,
1: but only if there's a payment for sin. Otherwise, that higher being would be unjust. He'd be wicked and corrupt,
2: right? To just and turn a
1: blind eye to justice. I and think there are certain
2: sins you commit against other people, okay. not I, against I gotta, God. I ask
1: you a question, All right?
2: Yeah. Why would you reject this? Because in my mind, it doesn't make sense. I, I mean, what doesn't make sense? God I will need forgive you. Ev- evidence. Um. Like I said, I'm I an ca- engineer. I need evidence. Dude, I can I can prove it to you, and you'll reject it. I'm certain of it. Okay, and I could I could prove the sky's orange. How are you going to do that? I could, I mean, I'd
1: say it's orange, and I'm what are you going to say? it doesn't make it so. See, there's, there's something really logical that God has provided for you so that you could know he exists, and I can share it with you, but you're going to go, ah, but there's something. Okay. No matter how much evidence you get, because here's what I think it's about, friend. It's obvious that God exists. You can know that there's a creator because there's a creation. You know that you're a sinner because of your conscience. Right. But you'll reject all of that, including the good news that God will forgive you because of Jesus. Because you want to live any way that you want to without any responsibility. You don't want your lifestyle curbed. You want to be able to be footloose and fancy free to live any way you want to. Because if there's a God, then you got to stop the fun. And you don't want to.
2: I mean, I wouldn't say that. Because, I mean, you look at Buddhism. They don't have a God um, yet they live by a strict okay, you, rule of conduct. I'm just talking
1: about you. Okay. Okay. Um, you suppress the truth because it allows you then to basically be the God of your own world. You, you now are I the ruler. I wouldn't say that. And you don't have to obey the rules. Okay, for instance, God would tell you, your thought life, clean it up. Purity. No more lusting. No more pornography. Right. No more fornicating. You don't want to give that up. I mean, I... I could give it
2: up you don't uh, I don't to. want to no. That's right
1: That's what makes us human And here's why you don't want to This is really important I'll leave you with this thought Okay Okay You think those things are good And pleasurable And fun And perhaps in a fleshly way They are for a season Yeah But if I offered you Something greater Something better You'd be willing to forsake That for something better Wouldn't you um, Possibly uh... Let me let me tell you What's better Than this Alright knowing that god who made you died for you he's that good but you don't see him as good yet because you still love fleshly things okay you love sin for a season right and the only way that this will ever become appealing to you is if you see and understand who god is and what he has done for you okay All right that's it that's the because christianity isn't about turn or burn you know, believe in Jesus or you're going to hell. That's not what God is interested in. He doesn't want fear-filled converts. Right. He wants people who understand that they're guilty, that they deserve his punishment, but see him as being so amazingly kind because he died for them while they were sinning, that they flee to him because he's better than anything else in the universe, including sex, lying, lust, drugs, whatever.
2: So my question is what form of Christianity promotes that? What I guess I a there's
1: sect? I think there's plenty of them. Do you have a Bible? Yes, I do. I also have a Book of Mormon. Okay. Well, I don't believe in the Book of Mormon. Okay. I think everything you need is right in the Bible because it tells you about Jesus. Okay. Right. And the Book of Mormon says something different. The Book of Mormon says you got to work to get there. Well, what about Old Testament versus New Testament? It's a continuation. All of the Old Testament points to Jesus. Okay. The entire Bible is pointing to Jesus. That's what it's doing. So do you believe Judaism's correct? I believe that they believe in the in the God of the Old Testament, but they don't believe in the Messiah. Okay. All right. Well, they they believe old, he's... Do you remember all those Old Testament sacrifices of lambs? Yeah. Okay. Do you know what John the Baptist called Jesus Christ? Behold, the Lamb of, lamb God, of God who right. takes away. So all those lamb sacrifices were pointing toward Jesus, okay. the perfect sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins. The book is a great continuum. There's a scarlet thread running through it. It's all about Jesus, pointing to Him. If you have a Bible. Dude, don't believe me. Man, I could be trying to sell you. Man, for all you know, I'm going to club you on the head and put you in a car and take you to a cult. All right? Take a look at your Bible and read it. Okay. And ask God to show himself to you. Humble yourself enough to say, all right, Lord, I'll read your word. Please reveal yourself to me. And see if that book doesn't have the truth for you. Okay. All right? Um, Read the Gospel of John because it talks about Jesus being the God sacrifice for you. And it's also got that John 3.16 verse in there. Do you remember that? Yeah. For God so loved the world He gave His only begotten Son that right. whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. Right. So don't believe me. I'm walking away now. Okay. You read the Gospel of John and if you realize it's true, it offers forgiveness for me I'm a sinner. That's what I deserve. Repent. It okay. means to turn from your sins. You don't become perfect, but you got a new attitude. Right. You say you're sorry, and you put your trust in Jesus. You never did that as a kid. you got to yeah. repent and trust. All right, dude. Appreciate your it. You're a gentleman. Goodbye. Hmm. That came a long way, baby. This is Witness Wednesday. It's Wretched Radio.
3: And it's now time for a Wretched News Break here on Wretched Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks. We start in Florida with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, who's making headlines again for his no-nonsense approach. Just last week, DeSantis ordered all state universities in Florida to immediately shut down pro-Palestinian student groups that have publicly supported Hamas. Apparently, there's been several chapters of Students for Justice in Palestine posting statements online praising Hamas's rocket attacks against Israel. DeSantis says he will not stand for any state-funded organization siding with terrorists, plain and simple. Critics are accusing him of overreach. I don't think it's reaching far enough. And most Floridians do seem to appreciate DeSantis's swift action. And as he said, in Florida, we do what's right, not what's easy. And in related news, the son of a former Hamas leader has spoken out, warning that the group's true goal is the annihilation of Jewish people. Musab Hassan Youssef spent years working alongside his father inside Hamas before he converted to Christianity and moved to the US. He says most Palestinians want peace with Israel, but Hamas exploits their plight to incite violence and hatred. Youssef is calling on Western leaders to see through Hamas's propaganda and recognize that they're driven by a radical Islamic ideology that will never accept israel's right to exist yeah that's pretty evident well, onto the tech world now, where Facebook and Instagram, platforms for Meta, seem to be facing a massive lawsuit from 41 U.S. states. The suit alleges that Meta has harmed young users' mental health by intentionally addicting them to its platforms. It points to internal research showing increased risk of eating disorders, depression, and even suicide among teenagers, especially girls who spend hours each day scrolling and posting. Yet Meta allegedly hid these findings and continued aggressive efforts to boost youth engagement the suit seeks tougher oversight and billions in damages for its part meta says it's introduced many features to keep teens safe online i'll probably disagree with that statement but i'll also uh, i don't know i'm probably gonna catch some flack for this one I don't know that I totally 100% agree with the lawsuit. Yeah, I get it. Kids are becoming addicted to social media and it's leading to tons and tons of problems as they grow older. I get it. I agree with that. But the solution I don't think is suing the social media companies. Do you hold the beer companies responsible for a drunk driver who gets behind the wheel and kills someone? No, you hold the one that got behind the wheel drunk and killed someone responsible. I think there's some similarities in that comparison. And that's been today's Wretched News break. More Wretched Radio is straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks.
0: Hermeneutics. Hermeneutics is the art and science of interpreting Scripture. One key principle of hermeneutics is reading verses in context. Words can have multiple meanings, but the intended meaning of a word is understood from its context in the surrounding words, verses, paragraphs, and chapters, all understood in the context of the Bible as a whole. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. What is the most horrifying
1: egregious, wicked news story that you've seen recently? Hmm? There's plenty to choose from. This is Witness Wednesday. It's Wretched Radio. I'm at Georgia Tech. Thinking about some of the stuff that's in the news, the stories about the people who get murdered or blown up, what crime, what act of humanity causes you to go, Oh, somebody's got to get that guy. Think of that thing. What? No, really, try to grab it. What's the thing that you think of where you go, oh, that guy needs to get it? That's the, that's the one. Hmm? Okay, now that you've got that in your brain, there's two ways that we can go with that thought. One would be the self-righteous, sinful way and say, that person or that act needs to be punished. M- my actions don't, but his do. And that would be the wrong way to look at it. A better way, in fact, I think the way to look at it is to realize while we find that action egregious because our level of morality is somewhat higher than that person's, we have a more righteous vantage point. And I'm not talking about because we're Christians. You you, you might be somebody who is not a Christian, but you see somebody and you realize that is just a bad, bad person because you are somewhat morally better than they are. Here's what I think is the key in a witness encounter, in evangelism, in salvation, in the four soils, and that is helping the sinner get a different vantage point of himself to elevate his Sense of what is right and what is wrong so that he can look down at himself and see how horrible his crimes are. And God has given us a tool to do that so that we can see what we look like through his vantage point. Because until the individual looks at himself with disdain and disgust going, oh, I deserve to get it. Salvation means nothing. The the, the cross means absolutely nothing. And we will do nothing but create another false convert who maybe has, yeah, 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 I've done some, you know, this and that. But until the individual really appreciates his or her own wickedness, I I, I just don't see salvation taking place. I don't think that there's kind of saved people, a little bit sort of saved people. It could be that God gives the gift of faith what I think this, and I could be way wrong on this, that God gives the gift of faith, more faith, if you will, to different people. But I don't think that salvation happens until the individual looks at himself like, oh, oh, what I deserve. And the way to bring that person there is to do, twofold, really, really, and through the same mechanism. God has given us the Ten Commandments to use as a mirror to help the person see him or herself in truth, but also to see God in truth. So the lower we can help the person go by elevating God up high, only then do they start to see themselves in truth and smell themselves and realize it stinketh. don't know if you heard the last witness encounter. That That actually came a long way with that kid, and at least by the end, instead of trying to justify himself, he was asking legitimate questions. Did you hear the difference? Did you hear it? And, well, let's hope it's because God was working on him, but because it was by persisting and holding up the mirror. Uh, and that's what preaching should do, too, by the way. It just it needs to stay there. These, 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 these pastors who think, just because maybe they've got some sort of file cabinet orthodoxy, that they preach about sin because they talk about the mistakes that we make, they're mistaken. We need to camp there. We need to dwell there in our evangelism. Because really, until somebody really understands themselves in truth, they've just got a long way to go. They they just have a long way to go. And I think that it really has to do with the pride issue, that the individual needs to lose any semblance of pride and self-righteousness and ability and desire to work there by themselves, but then also to just realize how really wicked we are. The more I ponder the conversion issue... I think we got to just help people get there as much as we possibly can. Otherwise, I fear we're just going to create more false converts. And so it is. We labor on here at Georgia Tech. It's Witness Wednesday. I've kind of made my way now full circle. I'm coming back to the center of the campus. We're back to the rapper guys right now. Hey, dude. Dude, I'm back. Hey, do you have a minute? Uh, sure. Do you have a second? All right. Dude, could a guy like me uh, become a rapper like you? Rapper? We're not rappers. Not rapper. A breakdancer. Sorry, wrong term. Is that what it's called these days?
4: Uh, break dancer, yeah. yeah. All right, b-boy, whatever you want to call beat it. Beat boy. B. B-boy. Stands for beat boy, yeah. All righty. Uh, yes. Um, how old are you? Older than you. Might be past your prime. <laughs> yeah. so it takes. Oh, a little, dude, it I'm it past, past my prime. Well, trust me. Well, past the prime for this, not past the prime in life. Look, I'm too tall. No, there's very, very. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of tall b-boys, and they actually are way six, more incredible. 6'4". four. They're incredible, yes, incredibly tall b-boy, b-boys yeah. that are awesome. Uh, what's just makes everything they do and more impressive because their legs are long, right? So like you're swinging really really ah, heavy so long it legs. It look, okay.
1: So why don't they do why don't they do that in like gymnastics? Why don't you see tall people in that sport? Diving, That's, you don't see tall people. Because gymnasts start
4: when they're young, and it stunts
1: gymnastics stunts your growth. You know, I actually believe you. Huh. Because I heard about a girl, a Mm -hmm. a friend of my daughter's, who stopped doing gymnastics. And, like, it could have been a growth spurt. Mm -hmm. It just sprang up because they say it just beats your body down.
4: Right. So, like, a lot of gymnasts, they start off doing flips. And that's the thing that when you land every time, you're stunting your growth muscles in your legs.
1: But you're not stunting your growth doing
4: this. We started late. We Ah. started
1: when we were, like, 19. So Uh, What about throwing your back out of whack?
4: It's all about proper training. It's like working out. Don't
1: go in there trying to lift 500 pounds on the squat rack when you know you can't do it. All right. Is there any sort of spirituality involved? Any sort of mindset?
4: Um, I mean, it's like b-boying or breakdancing, what they call it, is one of the elements of, like, hip-hop culture. And mm-hmm. that's, like, a culture, if you want to. It's, like, it's 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 more than just, you know, rappers on, the, on TV and stuff. I'm not, you know, fully informed on it, so I'm not, like, allowed, like...
1: So no. nothing that jumps to mind for you. If right, there right. were, you'd say, yeah, we yeah. Uh, we believe in sitting in a yoga position burning incense.
4: Oh, no, no, no. We yeah. don't do that. Nothing
1: no. like that. Nothing okay. like that. Are you individually a spiritual guy? No. Nothing? Nothing. You're an atheist?
4: Yeah.
1: Okay, prove there's no God.
4: Prove there is a God.
1: Uh, you're sitting on the creation. Proves there's a creator. Your turn.
2: Who moved the unmoved rock? Yeah.
1: Who moved the unmoved rock? Of course, the first stone. You are correct, there ha- but it's it's not that there's an unmoved So The first thing had to be an unmoved mover. Good point though.
2: Can God unmake himself? Can God make a stone that he made too heavy for himself to lift?
1: Well that would be called a ridiculous question. Can you make a square circle? Yes. No you, can't. no, you can't. It's either a square or it's a circle. You can cut the edge. It's a ridiculous yeah, it's request. A circle. So I say there's a creation that proves there's a creator. There you right. go. Okay. But that that's just what you think. That doesn't mean that you know No, I that. think that's empirical proof. How do you know? How do I know? Because I'm, I see it. I'm standing on it. It's okay, here. Well, what
4: about the theory of evolution and the Big Bang? What
1: it do doesn't. Think? It doesn't give any sort of reckoning of stuff, so of matter, God the laws. No, sir. What are you talking about, matter and laws? Or energy, or even space? Big Bang can't account, or evolution can't account for any of that stuff. There has to be an unmoved mover. There has to be something infinite, something eternal that put everything into motion. Maybe. That's so that's what I think.
4: You don't think?
1: I'll I'll on. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! I'll squat. I'm the older one. Oh, you know, scoot I a, a little bit. That's yeah, even better. Then I don't have to do that thing when I get up and the blood rushes to my head and I pass out. All right, go. All right. So you don't think that God could have created evolution? I don't. Well, I don't believe that because I don't think evolution. The, even the process itself Remove God from the whole idea I don't even think
0: that makes sense
1: Really? I don't think stuff that's that's disorganized well, are, are you saying that God maybe organized it And just did it slowly over time?
0: I'm saying that What if God
4: created it So that we learned on our own?
1: Well, I think that god well see now i'm starting to tip my hand a little bit i'm a christian mm-hmm. so i think that god so created I, it for a different so. okay i think that god created it for a different reason and if you believe that the earth was evolved it runs into all kinds of theological problems not to mention the the, the ordering of it doesn't align with scripture hmm. the account that we get in genesis isn't the same order as evolution are you a fundamental person do you believe in everything the bible has to say is literal i wouldn't use the term fundamental but i'm one of those yeah okay. A fundamentalist, so typically. 6, 000, so 6,000
4: years ago, the earth was created, and regardless of all the fossil evidence pointing
1: otherwise, you still believe that 6,000 years ago, God created the earth? Yeah, see, I, I think that you and I probably just bring a different presupposition to the fossil evidence. For okay. instance, you, you look at something and go, it was a Cambrian explosion. Uh-huh. I look at it and go, that must have been the flood. Okay, and so what about the uh, the seven days, right? So God
4: created the earth in seven days? Yes, or sir. six days and rested yes, on the sir. seventh? Mm-hmm. So you, if you believe that... Uh, are you one of the Christians that believes that one of the days is like could be a metaphor for like eons or eras? I don't it? think so. So you think it was seven, six actual days? Yes, okay. sir. Yeah, I'm one of those. Okay,
1: <laughs> we're a dying breed, yeah. but I'm one of those. Oh,
4: perfect. Yo, yeah. Brad, Marcus, Oh yeah, he's there. There, they will talk your ears off about this. They're on your side.
1: Are they? Is that yeah, right? Yeah. All right, but you, you don't believe in God at all, view.
4: right? I, I, I went to Catholic school and I wasn't. Um, it wasn't. I wasn't against or for. I just kind of didn't really want to. I didn't care and I didn't want to talk. I didn't have a belief one way or the other. But now that if I had to make a stance, I'd probably say against. I'm not, I don't
1: believe in a, a deity. All right. I'm not spiritual. Either. All right. I've got, I got one more shot to try to convert you. All right. So that someday you could look like me. All right. That's a goal in life, isn't That's it? That's a goal. I want to be 6'4. <laughs> I want to have a voice yeah, like that. I was, I was, it was a little more, uh, I was thinking in a different realm. But okay, let's do that. I got to take a break. All right. And when we come back, I'll give one more shot At trying to convert you to being a, a fundamentalist Whiz-bang, Bible-believing, 624 hour day Christian These guys right, no, guy right here
0: No, you No, I'm going to give
1: it to you No, no, no. Right? Yeah, they already are That's the they, already they already are, are. so yeah, I don't yeah. need to talk They've already that. tried They've right. already tried Yeah, well, maybe try a slightly different tact, okay? Okay, all right Yeah, and then you can teach me how to bust a move All right All right <laughs> Back in just a moment on Wretched Radio if you are one of the people who supported our joint effort with the Masters Academy International to get Bibles into the hands of people, you're going to hear a thank you letter from May that perhaps will encourage you that what you did was a very good and lasting thing. I'm one of the recipients of the MacArthur Study Bible, so generously given with the help of gospel partners. This will help me in my daily study of God's word and will inform, instruct, inspire me in my walk with the Lord, as well as my service to the Lord in my family and my church ministries how encouraging is that by the way if you're not plugged into the master's academy international everything is about long-lasting impact they train pastors in 18 19 countries and many seminaries around the globe so that pastors can fill empty pulpits and preach that makes a generational difference you can learn more about the master's academy at wretched.org bible or if you prefer wretched.org Hey, hey,
3: well, October is here. That means pumpkin spice everything, everywhere you look. Plus, that also means football season is in full swing. Oh, and of course, the Devil's Day is coming up. That's right. Halloween is coming up. And I don't have to tell you that sugar hype kids are going to be coming knocking on your door whether you like it or not. So you better be prepared. We've got a way to help you send them soaring higher than any cavity-induced candy you could ever give them. I'm talking about giving them gospel booklets from Wretched. You can give them the treat of all treats this Halloween, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And you don't have to skip the candy if you don't want to. No, you don't have to. You can actually include it with the gospel booklets, but gospel booklets are on sale right now in the Wretched Store, as low as 99 cents per booklet, now through the 25th. And you'll want to order by the 25th, so you'll have them in time for the Devil's Day. That's Halloween. Get them before they're gone at Wretched.org.
1: If you happen to be staring down the health insurance barrel and you are groaning because you're going to have to figure out what do we do? Can we change? What do we get in November when it's open enrollment month? That barrel can be removed because every day is enrollment day at MediShare. Would you please call them if you're dealing with the health insurance blues, <laughs> please call Take two minutes out of your day and give them a call at 844-34-BIBLE. 844-34-BIBLE. If you're not familiar with MediShare, it's affordable biblical health sharing. Average family saves $500 per month. Average. Their ratings, high, Teladocs please check out MediShare by calling them, finding out how much your family will save, or you can visit MediShare.com slash Wretched, MediShare.com slash Wretched, where every day is enrollment day at MediShare.
0: Books of the Bible. 2 Corinthians is Paul's second letter to the Corinthian church, written about one year later. Since Paul had last written, some false apostles had snuck in and began to question Paul's authority. There are many who claim authority in the church, but those called by Christ will bear the marks of Christ, which are humility and reliance upon Christ. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Okay, I got a time limit here. It's
1: wretched radio. ready, dude? Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to avoid your intellect. All right. And I'm going to go to your conscience. All right. Do you know what your conscience is? do it. Yeah,
4: right. I know what my conscience
1: is. Would you consider yourself to be a good person? Ah, uh, yes. All right. How many lies have you told in your life? Quite a few. Okay, so if I told quite a few lies, what would you call me? Well, A liar. Okay, so that would make you a liar, too? Sure, yeah. Right. How many things have you stolen in your life? Not many, okay. but I've stolen. But at least one. Yeah. So that would make you a... A stealer. If you're from Pittsburgh, otherwise you'd be a uh-huh. thief. That's a right. thief. Grammatically correct. All right. He's doing it. He's All right. Getting me. All right. Private thought life. Lust. How many times today have you looked at a woman with sexual desire? So many times. All right. A lot, actually. All right. So, so many. So your thought life, because Jesus said uh-huh. you don't need to commit adultery. You don't need to commit these, the act itself. You need mm-hmm. just need to think about it, and you've committed adultery in your heart, because God looks at your thought life. Yes. It's opened up wide to God. It's as if I put a computer chip behind your ear and could record every thought, okay. and then put it up on a big screen. Okay. Imagine how you'd feel if we did that. If I if recorded my thoughts and put it on the big I, screen? For all your friends to see. Uh,
2: he's pretty Action. Yeah, you know.
1: but what you, I mean, I mean, you, it's, I mean, here's the they, They'd see a lot of stuff. The issue,
4: the issue with this is it's it's thoughts and not actions. And yes, thoughts right. can thoughts can be harmful if if put up on the big screen and
1: it's not broadcasting. Harm. It doesn't matter whether it harms or not.
4: Um, Question offensive? is it or right or wrong. Okay, right or wrong. I you mean, know, and I want to
1: ask you because, dude, this is this uh-huh. is this is your own private business. But if you want to talk about the act itself, if uh-huh. you have ever had sex outside of marriage, uh-huh. God sees that as fornication. Okay, so you've committed it externally and internally. So you'd kind of be without excuse either way, okay. right? Okay. All right. When you were a kid, did you always do everything you were told by mom and dad, or were you naughty like every other kid on the naughty, planet? Naughty, all the time. All right. Have you ever taken God's name in vain? All the time. All right. So that's blasphemy, and mm-hmm. the Bible says, I will not hold him blameless who takes my name in vain. Okay. It's like this. If God has given you life and beatboxing and this <laughs> education and air and food and fun mm-hmm. and everything, yeah. And instead of saying, thank you, God, you used his name as a four-letter fill word.
2: Yeah. Okay. But that is also a conditional okay.
1: statement. That you
4: said. Right. Like you're based. You're basing this on the fact that I okay, believe no, in those hard. things that he said in the Bible. And if I
0: don't, hey,
4: Drew, I need you to. I need no, no, no. you to come. I need you to come over no, no, no. here and give this interview. Yeah, you.
1: You can. But we'll finish up you okay, first. Okay. Finish right? me. Okay. Dude. Adolf Hitler, Adolf Hitler is a hated guy. He's hated. Why don't you use his name when you're excited and go, oh, Adolf Hitler?
4: Adolf Hitler? I, I mean, because this, that's because habit. You're... It's actually it's just habit. I mean I don't have a I don't have a reason don't for you. You don't reason. have an excuse. Right, I could say. You are correct.
1: So you die. I die. You stand before the God who made the world in six twenty four. If I believe it. Whether that. you believe it or not. Okay. Alright, it's irrelevant what you believe. Because if it's true, you're there. But if and it's you're not, lackable. I'm not there, right? Okay, well that's kind of the big difference between us right Okay, okay. Now, all right. All right. You die, the books are open on your life books are open sees everything are you an innocent man or a guilty man
4: on my life i think that if if okay so if we if i'm going to humor this and i'm in front of god and he yeah. he forgives people right he's going to look inside of my soul and see that i have committed sins and but I am deep down at my core and my soul, I'm a good person, so that he's going to forgive me or let me into heaven or whatever it is that we're going to do when I die.
1: Okay, I'm just a human, and I would say deep down in your soul, you're a guy who loves and fornicates and uses God's name in vain. Right. I don't know what would lead you to believe you're good at the bottom of your soul. I mean, that's that's an open interpretation, right? Okay. Imagine a criminal saying that. Let's say there was a criminal who committed as many crimes as you and said to the judge, "Judge, at the bottom of my soul, I uh-huh. think I'm a good guy." The judge would say, "I, c- I don't care what you think." Right. You're Guilty, off to jail with you. But I mean, that's. That, but God really knows, right? Because He's the all-knowing yes, he guy, so He'll does. know in
4: the end. And it, it really yes, just depends. He will. It all depends on what He what I He does. You've
1: taken His name in vain. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you're a good guy. Thanks for using my name instead of a, a four-letter filth word. Well, He can use my name in vain. I, don't, I mean, that's not something I'm okay. like worried about. In, in, instead, instead of thanking Him, you used His name that way. Instead of being alright. So
4: is this is this a way to try to get me to believe in God, or is this to so, like make me feel a, bad about?
1: Yes, okay. it's a way to make you feel. But it's also a way to go to your conscience. There's a courtroom in your mind I see. that knows that there's a right and there's a wrong. Okay. And I'm trying to address that to awaken your conscience so you can understand what you really are in truth. We see ourselves one way. We compare ourselves to other people, and we think boys will be boys. But that's not the way God sees it. God has a different standard. It's his standard, and it's perfection. Right. And he's going to judge you based on his standard because he's the judge and he's the lawgiver. And I'm just trying to reason with you right now to maybe get to your conscience and say, dude, Reason with yourself. So, what do you think God is going to see when He looks inside of your heart and your life? I mean,
4: at this point, is it is it for? At this point in my life, if I go before Him with all the things that you've said, He's He's absolutely not going to forgive me of my
1: sins, right? Well, if you die in your sins, you'd be like a criminal who's caught in his guilt. Oh, man. If he's just, well, then, he then, we're, then we're screwed anyways. <laughs> we would all be. I agree with you completely. And that's exactly what the Bible says. <laughs> They're screwed. There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> you are correct. But there's something that he did about it.
4: Uh, there Here's is. Here's the
1: situation. Yeah. God okay. is just. And he has been... Okay you ever see anything on the news where you go, that guy's a rotten scoundrel? I don't really watch the news, but yeah, I've heard of You things. know what I'm talking You You see somebody who's committed a really serious crime, and you want justice to be served. Justice. Because that's a good concept, isn't it? Yes. Justice and righteousness, and bad guys getting what they deserve.
4: Okay? I, I tend not to pass judgment on people
1: okay. like
4: ne- that. I would never wish something ill on somebody. So God? Far.
1: The Bible says the foundation of his throne is righteousness and justice. He is going to have a day in court where every crime is accounted for no cold cases with God no, no, no files that just disappear. Every case will be opened up, and every crime will be accounted for. And he will give everybody exactly what they deserve because he's righteous and he's just, and his nature and his character demands it. Because if he lets crime go, then he's not just himself. So just like that siren we hear in the background, the sirens are coming. God's going to open up the books on your life. Yes, he's going to know you in truth from his perspective. get it, and you're going to get it. I'm going to get it. Now, if the story ends there. This uh-huh. is a big drag. But God is more than just righteous and just, he's also kind and merciful. But and then, now we got some, we got some tension so what, here.
4: So what are we bring well what are we bring in, where is what are we gonna bring this all around to? Here we come, right? Alright, let's all right. go.
1: God has to punish you. But he God is but God is kind you. and he still wants to save you because he's yeah, he loving. Does, he and does. despite you, he still loves you anyway. Hardly. Yes he does. How do you know? Because you're telling me this. I'll (laughs) tell you what the Bible says. God demonstrated his love for you by dying for you while you were sinning. Jesus Christ, the God-man, saw you a sinner, knew all the filthy, dirty things that you would do. And to save you from the wrath of God the Father, he came and took the punishment you deserve by dying on a cross, by being beaten by men, spit on, mocked. God himself was mocked for you so that God could impute, could take your sins, put them on Jesus, and then take his goodness and credit it to your account so that you, the unjust, could be seen as just because of what the just man did for you. It's the great exchange. I see You're a guilty man. You're in the courtroom of God's justice. The gavel's coming down. You've got to pay your fine, and you can't, but Jesus paid it for you. Okay. You can be seen as innocent because of what Jesus did. That's the good news of the gospel. And that way God can be just and the justifier of those who believe in him. That's what Christianity is about. And I believe that God created the world to demonstrate his goodness by saving a lout like you and me.
4: That is that is impressive. That is impressive.
1: The question is is it true?
4: That is the real question. And nobody uh, knows. Okay. Nobody knows.
1: Yeah. Well, actually you can know. And you can experience it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna debate you on creation right now. I tried to get to your conscience. Uh-huh. Right? I'm gonna walk away and I would simply ask you to think about this and if your conscience starts to trouble you okay. and it starts to bother you, I'd ask you to go look at every other religion in the world and see if they've got a way to take care of your conscience. And you're gonna find that no other religion has a way to deal with your guilt problem. They're gonna tell you to try to clean up your act. But even if you clean up I mean, your act from this day forward, see, okay, you still right, have all right, your right. crimes behind
4: let's, you. Let's 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 for a minute, let's assume that I'm I am f- i I'm feeling guilty and horrible. Which I'm not, but let's just let's just assume. Mm-hmm. What makes you think that because we had this conversation that's gonna change my my like because of that I'm gonna go out and repent and become a better christian. I and the thing is you made all these statements about my my lust and my my sinning and let's just lump it all together. But that's your opinion and it's and God's opinion, right? But that's not my opinion and and with that being said, yeah, I can't be, I can't be influenced by anybody, or I would like. It's like opinions here. But it's your like it's opinions. like being, it's like it's like being a Christian and having someone come up and tell you all the things wrong with it, and saying, well, why don't you? Why don't I walk away and you you question your Christianity and then go look everywhere? Okay, but else. What I, yeah, But, I but I like you why? Though, I, but I,
1: I didn't. I'm not trying to get you into a cult. I just told you go take a look at Buddhism and Hinduism. I mean, you can't
4: you can't say Mormonism. Christianity's not a cult. You can't say that. You can't make those. You can't just
1: say these like things with like authority. It depends on how you define like, as cult, of course. But I'm right. simply sharing with you what the Bible says. Don't take my word for it. Right? Okay. It's what the Bible says.
4: You're not the first person. I went to Catholic school. I know what I know what Christianity has to but, offer. No, and I'm but not, but I'm there's but there's a difference
1: though between what I just said and what Catholicism says. Catholicism says that you still need to work your way there and perfect yourself. I've said something radically different. I've said you're not perfect and you're hopeless without intervention. And the intervention is Jesus, who is more than good enough for you, who right. will save you based on his goodness well, and not on your own.
4: that with that being said, I yes, will sir. I
1: will think about it. That's all I can ask you to do. I will
4: think about it. Alright.
1: That's times all I'm asking over. you to do.
2: Alright. All right. And if you
1: start to get a little concerned and actually legitimately feel guilty, try to find a solution for your guilt.
4: Elsewhere. And and then, look everywhere you want and to. And then come back to Christianity like well, and a lost take a, puppy. And,
1: well, okay. and take a look and see if it's not the only religion that can help you.
4: I'll do my best.
1: All yeah. right. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. All right. All right. Appreciate it very much. Sean. Goodbye. Alex. All right. My name is Todd. Todd. What's your name? Sean. Sean. Nice to meet so you, you. Alex? Do? What do you got? Yeah, Alex. I'm, I'm going to wrap this up, so sit tight. Up. I'll come back and we'll chat. All right? All right. Sit tight. All right. <laughs> Round seven will continue until tomorrow. <laughs> Go serve your king.